from the Mercy One Studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your host, Gene Wells, brought to you by Blackbird Investments. Welcome to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is your weekly dose of news from the diocese and and around the world, plus commentary on issues that impact our lives. It may make us a little anxious at times. Straight Talk. You've got questions. We've got some answers for you. I hope, uh, hopefully, you will text in today. We have in studio with me Adam Story, and he is director of marriage and family life and vice chancellor for the diocese of Des Moines. And we're going to talk about marriage prep, like. When does it begin? How old are your kids when you start talking about this? We're going to talk about all of those things. We're grateful to be broadcasting from the Mercy One studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio and also grateful to Blackbird Investments for sponsoring Straight Talk. Doing what is challenging because it is right, that is Blackbird Investments. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird believes in giving buildings a new life. For more information, blackbirdinvest.com. So as we talk about marriage prep, what's that mean? So let's look at some statistics that were on the USCCB, that's the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops website, on Catholic marriage in the United States. Now, this data is a little old, 2014, but it was very comprehensive. Now, according to this uh, study, 53.9, of adult Catholics are currently married. 3% are separated, 6% are widowed, and 27% have never been married. Uh, the average age for the first marriage for Catholics is 24. Hmm, okay. And 79% of Catholic mothers and fathers are married. You're like, okay, how do those numbers all come together? Uh, 22% of Catholic parents attend Mass weekly. And 53% of Catholic parents attend Mass at least once a month. Okay. 66% of Catholic parents with three or more children are much more likely than those with fewer children, 48%, to attend Mass at least once a month. Now, I found this interesting. All those are really good statistics, but 66% of Catholic parents say it is very important to them that their children celebrate their First Communion. Oh, okay, but only 22% of them attend weekly Mass. Well, is it really important? Hmm. Uh, 68% of all Catholic parents do not have any of their children enrolled in formal Catholic religious education. Again, what we say and what we do seem to not be very much in alignment, because that's a lot of numbers. Um, and it is imp- interesting to me that the importance of our faith, but not the importance of our actions related to our faith, uh, are, are, are needed. Now, Georgetown University, uh, they have the CARA, which is the Center for Applied Research in the Apostolate. I refer to them a lot for statistics. Shows Catholic marriages doing well relative to marriages in, in the general population. Catholics stand out with only 28% of the ever-married having divorced at um, at some point. Now, while 28% remains a troubling statistic, 
The research suggests that this figure compares with the 40% divorce rate with those with no religious affiliation. Um, you know, so that's good. You know, it's it's one of those things that we used to hear that it was, you know, 50% non-Catholics or 50% Catholics and 50% regular run-of-the-mill people. We all get divorced at the same rate. So uh, this this show isn't about divorce. It's about getting married and staying married and how do we help our kids do a better job than my generation did. Uh but first, let's talk about some events. Uh, again, on the Carathon, we had that two weeks ago. We continue to reap the benefits of your generosity with more than $153,000 raised for Iowa Catholic Radio, allowing us to connect listeners with Christ. We are so, so blessed by your generosity. Now, every one of our donors uh, during this year's Spring Carathon are receiving a beautiful wooden rosary along with the prayer booklet for the Divine Mercy Chaplet and information on the Divine Mercy Sunday. Now, it arrived in your mailboxes with no explanation. So if you didn't hear on Iowa Catholic Radio that you were getting this little gift as a thank you, uh, offer up a prayer of thanks for an anonymous donor who wanted every single donor to know more about God's divine mercy. Hey, the next Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, March 13th at noon at St. Francis. Father P.J. McManus will discuss the power of mercy. How's that for fitting in? Uh, the Divine Mercy is a way of life, not just a once-a-year holy day or a chaplet prayed at 3 p.m. Father P.J. will challenge and guaranteed to inspire you to accept God's mercy and be men of mercy. And it's Friday during lunch, so cheese and veggie pizza will be provided for lunch. And for those of you ready and for spring, tired of winter, the Iowa Catholic Radio Golf uh, Outing is June 12th at Blank Golf Course. So you can register online at iowacatholicradio.com. A couple of items of news. Um, Please keep Pope Francis in your prayers. He has canceled three days of activities now and is calling it a cold, and we hope that's all it is. But he is 83, I mean, after all, and he's, he's tired. He drives a pretty hectic schedule. So please pray for his return to good health. And the coronavirus virus requires all of us to be diligent, just like we must be in preventing the spread of the flu. Wash your hands with soap and water. We shouldn't have to put that in our news segment. (laughs) But everyone needs to do it. I'm always a little grossed out when I go into a public restroom and somebody else leaves after having used the facilities and don't wash their hands. I'm like, oh, we all need to do that no matter what. Uh, In the United States, as of yesterday, there were only 16 confirmed cases of the coronavirus. Another 27 appeared to be the virus. Uh, But if we compare that to flu, to the flu, it is, the flu is a lot worse. But we can take the necessary steps to protect ourselves, our families, and others by washing our hands with soap and water. Uh, When we come back from this break, we're going to be visiting with Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines, also Vice Chancellor. We're going to talk about marriage preparation. When does it really begin? When they're born? When our kids are born? Maybe. We're going to talk about that. It's time for Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq des Moines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. Are you suffering emotionally or spiritually after an abortion? At Intervisions Healthcare, we believe you deserve healing, forgiveness, and support. We've found that there are no quick fixes, but meeting with others who share the same pain can be a good start. To learn more about this healing ministry, call Intervisions at 515-440-2273, 515-440-2273, and ask for a nurse. Intervisions Healthcare, it's a safe and confidential place to begin the healing you deserve. Why do folks give to the Catholic tuition organization? Probably because they love Catholic schools, right? Partially, but they also like the tax benefits, or they were helped when their kids were in school, or they have been blessed and want to bless others. Whatever the reason, the 65% tax credits are great, and after all, it's for the kids and their future. Online, ctoiowa.org. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells, and I encourage you to text us at 515-223-1150. And the question of the day is, when do you start preparing your children to be married? So let us know. Text us the answer, and we'll compare that to what, you know, Mr. Adam Story who, who knows all. He is the director of marriage and family life for the Diocese of Des Moines. No eye rolling for me, mister. So uh, how old are your kids, Adam? Uh, so we have four kids at home, uh, eight, six, four, and four months. So have you started preparing any of them for marriage? Well, you know, I would say I've started preparing all of them for marriage, and, uh. you know, that happens whether I want to or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, most of us, like, think about it, oh, when they get engaged. 
Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, unintentionally, you know, and they're like, oh, well, by my great role modeling. Sure. Oopsie daisy, not such great role modeling, you know, maybe we haven't prepared our kids at all. So, so let's talk, you know, let's talk about that. And, and as I was thinking of preparing, you know, in preparing for today, I'm like, well, we aren't preparing them for marriage. We're preparing them for a vocation. You know, you and I both have this conversation before. We all have a vocation, married life, you know, priesthood, religious life, single life. And Mm -hmm. so we really need to start from that framework. So how do we start doing that? Sure. Well, Mr. Marriage and Family Life guy from the (laughs) diocese. Yeah. So it's a a big question, but I think the first point to make, and, and the church makes this point talking about marriage preparation and uh, the church talks about it at different stages. You know, usually we think about the engaged couple that's right before mm-hmm. us, uh, which we would call immediate preparation. Uh, but we also talk about remote and proximate preparation. And really... Uh, okay, the, that just sounds like gobbledygook. Yeah, it, okay. it, it sounds like <laughs> gobbledygook. But yeah. <laughs> the, the, the main point that they're making is that, um, you know, the... The things that we learn in the home, the behaviors that we observe, the you know the way we learn how to uh, how does a parent interact with another parent, how mm-hmm. do spouses treat each other? Um, how do you fight? Yeah, how do you fight? You and know, make up. And yeah, exactly. And all of those sorts of things that we do unintentionally—that's uh, the most formative part of marriage preparation for any person. Mm-hmm. And so, the first thing when we talk about preparing for marriage, but really any vocation. I mean, uh, our life experiences, kind of what we bring to the table, what we've observed, um, almost all of it unintentional, but that's what we bring. And so that's that's what I'm passing on to my kids. Mm-hmm. And it's not just me as a parent, but it's also the whole community. Uh, but that's what I pass on to my kids, but also that awareness that that's what I bring into my own marriage as well. So... Uh, the bulk of marriage preparation or the bulk of any preparation for a vocation uh, is is not chosen it's received you know it's it's unintentional um, and then how do we how do we respond to that how do we work with that how do we you know for myself as a parent with young kids how can I be a bit more intentional uh, about vocational preparation and mm-hmm. things like that those are all really important questions once you put it in that broader context. Well, and I think, you know, even at the age of your kids or my grandkids, you know, if we encourage them to think about what God wants them to do in a particular situation, you know, not from a guilt standpoint, it's like, sure. does, does God want you to eat that candy at bedtime? Yeah. You know, no, that's not what we want to do. But, you know, oh, well, God wants us to go to church. Yeah. God wants us to be kind to our sibling. And so we're always looking to what, you know, God desires of us in good behavior I don't think for little kids at the age of your kids or my grandkids, that's a, a wonderful message for them to hear at their level of intellect and processing. Yeah. No, I think, you know, a major part, because any vocation, vocation coming from the Latin vocare to call. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of these are callings, you know, so there has to be a posture of listening, of attentiveness for any vocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's also a calling to a self-gift that I'm supposed to give my life away uh, in whatever form that that takes. And so we we begin to learn that, you know, uh, 
from the time, I mean, we can, my, my daughter Marigold, who's four months, I haven't really communicated yeah. with her this yeah, directly. Yeah. yeah, okay. But my four-year-old daughter, Gemma, we do talk about, um, you know, having a little bit of, of stillness, of reflection, of listening a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then also for the self-gift to kind of, you know, it's the duty of a parent to, to teach the child to kind of come outside of themselves, you know, and you do that with, um, just as we arrived, she announced that she had been destroying her siblings' Legos. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we, we talked to her about that, but like, oh, you know, you tore apart Gabriel's car. How do you think that's going to make him feel, you know, mm-hmm. and, and trying to get her to see from another perspective, I think is a, is a initial invitation that, that we extend. And, you know, as the child matures, we go a little bit deeper mm-hmm. as they continue to grow. Um, but how do we listen? Uh, and how do we, how do we learn that our life is not our own, that, you know, we're meant to make a gift of our life? I think those are two mm-hmm. fundamental pieces that we need for any vocation. Well, and for parents today, I think the challenges are um, much greater. I mean, I think when my kids were little, we had TV all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the beginning of, of you know, um, some computer games. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't very prevalent. We didn't have, we hadn't been invented yet, all that kind of stuff. That There were Game Boys and some of those kinds of things. You know, whereas my generation, you just played outside. That was the challenge, getting sure, your kids' attention. Sure. But I think parents today have to be intentional about those teaching moments because kids are really being sucked into this world where their brain is disengaged from from human interaction and thought process and really programmed to be very robotic in you know, in these computer games and in television and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I think absolutely. And part of that intentionality and i think that's the right word for it but also what you know one of the things that parents i think we have more authority than we realize uh to kind of shape the environment that we are going to raise our kids Mm -hmm. in you know like my child might be more attracted to the tv than the backyard but i do still have the ability to say put on your coat and go in the backyard (laughs) you know oh you're the parent. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But they'll cry. Yeah, and they'll, sometimes... They'll have a yep, fit. You yep. know, I can't take away their computer game. I mean, yep. it'll be just traumatic. And I'm... Um, yeah, and I, I don't want to, you know, make it sound easy for anybody, but it is it is possible. And also, to be intentional about the community you choose. I mean, this is one of the... Uh, uh, one of the beautiful things in Des Moines is I feel like there are a lot of like-minded families. There are a lot of families out there who support each other mm-hmm. uh, to make the kind of decisions that we want to make for our kids. And then when you find that community, that's an empowering experience. So then you can go bring that experience to other families too. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, part of my vocation as a, as a father, as a parent, is not just to serve my own family, but to to be a witness, to be salt and light, as the church says, mm-hmm. uh, to be salt and light to the community around me. and um, Because your kids are going to be influenced yeah, by the people around you, whether you want them to be or not. Yeah. They, so if they are around other parents who don't agree with your philosophy of raising children, they'll be influenced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe to their detriment. Yeah. And so... You know, that can happen to us in a negative way, but it can also, uh, we can 
overflow to other families too, you know, mm-hmm. invite them to something richer. And other families, I think, see that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my own neighborhood, there's an opportunity for lots of friendships with families that maybe look at things differently. Uh, but I do believe that they see something beautiful in the way that we live mm-hmm. our life, not because we're great, but because God is generous. Uh, and they want a little bit of that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a that's the kind of evangel that's the evangelization that our families need to undertake is to be that light in the community uh, and to be open to the rest mm-hmm. of the community uh, in a in a really generous way. Well, and as a single mom, you know, all of those single moms out there or single dads out there, they're like, well, now this is another strike against me. I'll never be able to have this in my home because there's only one parent. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have, you know, the the dad or you don't have the mom. And I would ask all of those folks out there that you are an extra parent. Mm-hmm. You know, I would intentionally point out wonderful, loving couples to my kiddos because I knew that as a you know, strong female, my son was not seeing a strong male role model in our home. Mm-hmm. He's only seeing the pushy female. I mean, you know, mm. let's call it what it is. Yeah. The same with my daughter. She didn't necessarily see how to interact with a strong male, you know. And so, you know, to identify those folks in church or in your community, in your neighborhood, you know, that becomes a true gift, especially for the single parent. Sure. But, and it's also, it's also the case too. And I've, I've gone to this line from Amoris Laetitia a few times lately where Pope Francis, he says, I sincerely want a church that's attentive to the goodness that the Holy Spirit sows in the midst of human weakness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in messy situations, even in difficult situations, uh, those families are called to be salt and light in the community as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we have to be attentive to that. We have to trust in what St. Paul said, that the Lord draws goodness out of all things for those who love him. Uh, and we have to, you know, we have to realize that we too, Any, I mean, there's, there is no perfect family. There is no family that does everything right. Oh, I thought it was the story. Uh, it is not. It I've, is not the story. Family. I've passed on plenty of bad habits to my kids. <laughs> Uh, but there can be, you know, there's hope not because I'm going to do everything right, but there's hope because the Lord is going to draw mm-hmm. goodness even out of that human weakness. Mm-hmm. And um, that's an invitation for all of us. Um, I want to go back to this Georgetown University study, Kara, and um, they show that Catholic marriage is doing well, 28% um, versus the believed 50% of Catholic marriages getting divorced. So that's good. You know, we had this mindset that, oh, we were just like, you know, regular folks. Um, And that statistic is even better when couples' marriages are rooted in the teaching of of our faith. Um, What can we as church do to shift the tide to more faith-filled families? I mean, I know that's the million-dollar question that we would all love the answer to, but you know, if our goal is to have solid marriages and our faith is the root of solid marriages, we we have to help young people know that. You yeah. know, they may not believe in in God be, for all the right reasons. Yeah. But if they understand that that's one of the components. 
I think, yeah, I think that's a good question. And I, I mean, I think fundamentally, uh, most basically, we have to live that witness, you know, because when people see a joy-filled family uh, who's living in accord with the truth, you know, mm-hmm. they, they say, well, that's what we want. But I think another thing is uh, to present, you know, to present the fullness of the church's teaching on marriage, uh, not as not as, hey, this is a burden that you have to receive, that you have to just be obedient to and sort of gut it out for the rest of your life. Um, this has been given well, to us. that sounds exciting, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, this has been given to us uh, for our joy, for our fulfillment, for our happiness. And at times it does challenge us, mm-hmm. of course, uh, but we need to be confident in the church's teaching because this is a gift Christ has given us. Mm-hmm. And being confident in the church's teaching, it doesn't mean uh, we don't accompany uh, those who struggle with it. Of course we do that. Of course we draw close to them. Uh, but we also know that this has been a gift given to couples. This is a gift given to families. Uh, and it, even when it does challenge it, challenge us. That's a beautiful thing. You're probably going down that path of there's three people in the marriage, the husband, the wife, and God. Sure. I mean, that sounds all, you know, fine and good, but, you know, I'm listening to this station, I'm going, I'm just not that into church. Sure, well... I mean... Because, I mean, I know a lot of people like that. It's like, oh, that's just a bunch of brouhaha. Yeah, and, you know, I think... I think the only reason, one of the things I say with uh, engaged couples is every time we, any, anytime any couple gets married, they bite off more than they can chew. They're, they're committing <laughs> to, yeah, they're yeah. committing to something beyond their ability. Mm-hmm. So why can I have confidence in marriage? It's not because I'm going to do everything right. It's not because, you know, I'm so great or something. It's because Christ makes certain promises to me that he promises, and, and you see it in the rite of marriage. If you read the rite of marriage, you see it. He promises to sustain me. He promises to support me. He promises to be with me. Uh, and I believe that when he says mm-hmm. that, he's truthful about that. In I've been married just under 10 years, uh, but I've seen it many times mm-hmm. where, you know, it's not because we get through something, not because of something we do, but because of what God does for us. Adam, check. Kara, check. Okay, we're good. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, to know that that's true, um, that's sort of like my son is beginning piano lessons and, you know, he can chafe under it mm-hmm. and I could bring in, you know, a concert pianist and say, hey, trust me, buddy, if you keep working, you're going to get to this. He's probably not going to believe it. You know, yeah. he can't see the end of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to trust that if you rely on God, he's faithful um, you know, that's where mm-hmm. faith comes in, right? Well, and, you know, I think back to, you know, 40, 50, okay, it wouldn't have been 50 years ago, 40-some years ago, when I was young and, and looking at getting married, you know, this whole thought of husband, wife, and God, and that we would pray together, like, without the children, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, we prayed with the kids at bedtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that was it. Um, we prayed before meals, and that was it, and, and at church. Sure. You know, isn't isn't that enough? You know, and and it's like, well, really if if you're saying that it's not just Adam and Kara making this, you have to pray together. Yeah. More than just checking off the list. Yeah, you know, and and that's I get it. That can be a hard thing and that's something that 
uh, you know, Kara and I have not perfected in, in almost 10 years of marriage, but, but we do continually work at mm-hmm. it uh, because we know it's an important thing. And, you know, it's, uh, you can't give what you don't have. So if I don't, if I'm not, if I don't know God's love, if I don't realize the fact that I'm secure in the Father's love, uh, I can't share that with my mm-hmm. spouse. I can't share it with my kids. Um, that's what's, you know, that's what sets us free. Uh, but we have to go back to prayer because prayer is where God tells us, mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm proud of you. Uh, that's what God tells us, but we have to take the time to hear it. Mm-hmm. Which is really probably the root of all uh, marriages that have failed. If you don't understand that you are loved and lovable, how can you ever give that yeah. to anybody else? Yeah. Hey, we need to take a break. It's almost the bottom of the hour. My guest today is Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life and Vice Chancellor for the Diocese of Des Moines. We're talking about marriage preparation, and it doesn't begin when you've got six months before you're going to get married. So we're talking about all of that. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, those difficult times. And what do we do? You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Why do folks give to the Catholic tuition organization? Probably because they love Catholic schools, right? Partially, but they also like the tax benefits, or they were helped when their kids were in school, or they have been blessed and want to bless others. Whatever the reason, the 65% tax credits are great, and after all, it's for the kids and their future. Online, (laughs) ctoiowa.org. Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. Vitae Family Care is part of the Iowa Catholic Radio family. Pro-life physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages with just about every kind of need. Dr. McKernan lives his faith as a physician and is trained in NAPRO technology, allowing him to diagnose and treat many female conditions and even markedly reduce the occurrence of a miscarriage. VitaeFamilyCare.com Remember, Vitae is Latin for life. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. 
Father Kirby, pastor of St. Elizabeth Parish in Carlisle, will lead a 10-day pilgrimage to the Holy Land, August 3rd to the 12th. Walk where Jesus walked in Nazareth, Mount Tabor, the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, Jericho, Bethany, Bethlehem, and the Old City of Jerusalem. Learn more at crownofbethlehem.com. Crownofbethlehem.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Carell Contractor, serving Des Moines site work constructed needs for over 60 years, and the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. The Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, March 13th at noon. St. Francis of Assisi Parish, Father P.J. McManus will discuss the power of mercy. The Divine Mercy is a way of life, not just a once-a-year holy day or chaplet prayed every Friday at 3 p.m. Father P.J. will challenge and inspire you to accept God's mercy and be men of mercy. Cheese and veggie pizza will be provided for lunch. The Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, March 13th at noon. St. Francis of Assisi Parish. Sign up at iowacatholicradio.com. Here's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll be gusty through the afternoon, wind up to 30 miles an hour. We'll get sunshine and fairly mild mid-50s. Partly cloudy overnight, breezy and mid-30s. We'll stay in the mid-50s tomorrow with sunshine. The weather is brought to you by Rock Valley Physical Therapy. Outstanding outpatient physical therapy and sports medicine rehabilitation with seven convenient locations in the Des Moines metro and southwest Iowa area. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells along with my guest today, Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life and the Vice Chancellor for the Diocese of Des Moines. And I just have to throw in a side note, folks, you know, it's it's that annual diocesan appeal time. And the radio station doesn't get any ADA money. The Catholic tuition organization doesn't get any ADA money. But the work that Adam does, marriage and family life, so many things that happen at the diocese is because of your support of the annual diocesan appeal. So prayerfully consider what your gift may be to the ADA. I know. You didn't know I was going to say that. Yeah, please. Yeah, no. Thank you. Um, So we're talking about, you know, when do we start preparing our kids for marriage that broader, you know, message of that we're all going to have a vocation. How do we really prepare them for that? And, you know, I can look back and say, you know, I've raised my kids the best I can, yet they may still find themselves in a marriage challenged by financial strain, a partner whose upbringing was different than their societies that, you know, they're constantly attacking mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. And you've got pornography out there. You know, what do we do to help our our kiddos who are now adults when they are find themselves in these difficult difficult marriages yeah you know and i think i think every marriage all marriages face challenges of right. one sort or another um and i think a lot of times when couples are facing significant trials they kind of um you know they they feel like they're trapped between just two options either mm-hmm. I stay married and or I, just, I don't. Yeah. And <laughs> I stay married and I'm miserable mm-hmm. uh, or I get divorced and I've got another chance of happiness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we have a program in Des Moines th- called the third option. And the whole point, it's called the third option because there is uh, the ability to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, there is the opportunity to heal. And, you know, depending on what it is, uh, you know, sometimes it's, uh, healing, just working at it as a couple. Hey, we're going to make these commitments and we're going to work at these things. Well, this sounds good for every couple, well, regardless of sure, whether they're yeah, having yeah, yeah. some big problem yep, or yep. not. 
And sometimes, sometimes it goes a lot deeper. And you know, we need professional help. We need counseling.、Mm-hmm. Uh, we need a recovery program. Things like that.、Um, I think one of the biggest things, though, well, I think you know, there's there's two things that I think are important for couples that are struggling. One is、um, to know you're not alone. Right, and to have a safe place to talk about it, and a safe place to talk about it is not、um, to go out with your friends and complain about your spouse at a bar. Yeah, it's Ugh, that's not, not helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's not helpful to go to、uh, you know even your own family members that are going to think, oh, you're so great, and your husband's such a you a know jerk. Yeah, jerk. Yeah. Or you're yeah. You're great, and your wife is a jerk. Yeah, I mean, the, equal opportunity there. Yeah, <laughs> sure.、Uh, advice we got before we got married is: if you're going to talk about a struggle that you're having, make sure the person you're talking to loves your spouse as much as they love you. You know, whoever、mm. it is, they need to love your spouse as much as they love you.、Uh, but we have to have places to talk about it. You know, we have to be vulnerable with each other. And、mm-hmm. I think a major、uh, disadvantage for a lot of couples is. Um, you know, if if ever if any if everything they're presented with is well, marriage is just this perfect, blissful, you know,、mm-hmm. bump-free ride. Or if there is any difficulties, it's the sort of romantic comedy difficulties where you slap your forehead and ten minutes later, you know, everything is revolved. Yeah, do you even know who they are. <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. <laughs>、uh, and and those you know those depictions of of trials are are. Unreal and unhelpful.、Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you have a place where you can be vulnerable? Uh, uh, do you get the support that you need? And sometimes that's professional support.、Uh, and do you have hope because healing is possible? Now,、mm-hmm. a lot of times, I think couples tend to wait a lot, way too long to get the help that they need. But even when they have waited, you know, if you've waited and you've been struggling for for ten years, and then you go get help, well, you. It took ten years to get here. It's probably not going to heal, you know.、Well, I have two sessions scheduled yeah, exactly, at two o'clock、exactly. on Thursday, so I should be yeah, good. Yeah, it, no, it's going to take some time,、mm-hmm. but healing is possible, and、mm-hmm. we need confidence that healing is possible. I mean, even a young couple that is comes from a dysfunctional home, you know, they may feel like they are doomed. They may be listening、sure. right now, saying, "My parents could not get along for love or money." And I'm just doomed to a failed marriage.、Yeah. So, no, no, absolutely. And I think, I think that there's two things to remember. One is that you are free. You know, you、uh, can make different choices. You can behave in different ways.、Mm-hmm. But also, and this is, you know, Pope Francis always talks about this accompaniment.、Um, this is where accompaniment becomes real because changing those ingrained behaviors. Uh, is not easy, <laughs> you know. Right, and it's not as easy as saying like, "Oh, well, you're free; you can make choices."、Yeah. Or、so. I'm never going to do what my mother did. Yeah, yeah, you're probably going to do, do what, what your mother you, did. Yeah. yeah, don't say that. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> but、uh, but you work at it and you、yes. grow,、uh, you know. And it takes time,、uh, but those thing those things can and do change,、mm-hmm. you know.、Um, And so, yeah, to be patient for sure, but to、mm-hmm. also be hopeful. So let's talk about those couples that are married, and this third option. You、mm-hmm. know, again, it's it's really available for anyone. It is. I yeah. Mean, I, I I think to work on your marriage、yeah. on a regular basis、yeah. is. 
It's fabulous. Yeah, it's an it's an ongoing program every first and third Monday of the month. We're uh, at uh, at Mercy College okay. from seven to nine p.m. And uh, this you have is to register. You, you, you can just is walk there a in. Fee? There's is no there? fee. No okay. fee. You can just walk in. Uh, the whole program is 14 sessions. So the whole program takes seven months, but you can join at any time. Uh, and it's about. And then does it just start over yep, again after at the, the end, end of, of each session? Sessions? It just starts again. Okay. And um, it's mostly about teaching different communication skills. You know, dealing with. Um, uh, family of origin issues, dealing with how to resolve conflict constructively, uh, dealing with um, financial stress, any mm-hmm. any of those things. Um, but it's it's taught in a way, and it's taught by tremendous. I mean, our volunteers of this program are the program. They're just tremendous, tremendous. speakers. Yeah, Adam Story. No, no. <laughs> I'm not one of the speakers, but they are beautiful couples because they've all faced trials of one sort or, mm-hmm. or another, but they've also healed. And so, uh, uh, and they're, they're all are still works in progress, you know, nobody's perfect, right. but, um, they can give you that perspective mm-hmm. of this is what we've been through. Uh, and it's very relatable things. Uh, and this is how we've healed. And so this is a program for couples that are struggling, uh, but it's also for couples who just want to make a good thing better, mm-hmm. who just want to grow uh, anywhere. So I want to give folks, so you said it was at Mercy College, like the Sullivan Center, or where is it? I mean, yeah, so they, the they Mercy, could drive around forever. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, it's in the Sullivan Center, which is the northernmost building of the campus, mm-hmm. and their large parking lot is on the north side of that building. Of like 7th, I think. It's in between 6th and 7th, mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, there's a large parking lot, but if you pull in there and park, there's two entrances on the north doors, uh, and the eastern entrance is the easier one to use, but you could mm-hmm. use e- either. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, and you can just walk in uh, any first or third Monday that you want to come. You can also email to pre-register, mm-hmm. and that's not necessary, but it is a little helpful because we send reminders and stuff like that. So the next session is on the 16th. Uh, yeah, so the, we had yeah. a session last night, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, so the 16th. So you could start on the 16th. So yeah. I want to, we have a little bit of time here, and I'd like to talk about, you know, two or three of the, of these sessions. So we can kind of give folks a little snapshot of, of what, you know, what the conversation might look like. So when you're talking about families of origin, I'm thinking, man, all those dysfunctional parents that we had. Is that what you're talking about, or? So, so- and it, with any of these, you know, we talk about the third option because the third option is a chance to heal. Mm. But also the third option is is this insight that virtue is usually found in the middle. You know, it's usually found in the middle way. And so with any of these topics, you can see how you could go to one extreme or the other. Like family of origin, one extreme would be to say, um, you know, listen, this is how my parents did it, so this is how I'm going to do it, and that just is Period, what it end is. end of discussion. Yeah, get over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other extreme is to say, listen, I don't, I don't care if, you know, you grew up in a tough environment or I don't care what you've been through. We're doing it differently, so cut it out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's not very helpful either. But to find that middle way to say, no, no, there, there are things from our background that we want in our marriage, uh, there are things in our background that we don't want in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And how do we identify those together? Uh, and then how do we grow in a way that's uh, that's patient, uh, that's peaceful, uh, that's loving, but that also, you know, stretches us to mm-hmm. be more, to be better? 
Uh, that's that middle way, and that's what every couple, it doesn't matter what your family background was, uh, every couple brings certain things into their marriage that they want and other things into their marriage mm-hmm. that they don't want. So how do you navigate that? So if, if somebody wanted to come to just three sessions and they, they kind of know when they're going to be, and so they can say, oh, we're having financial difficulties. Let's go sure. to the third option when it talks about sure. finances. sure. I mean, can they do that? Or is it really intended where once they start, they're going to kind of stay in the in, yeah. on the journey? So couples will, you know, you'll miss one here or there or things yeah, like life that. Happens. So that, yeah, that happens, of course. And because you can join at any time, it's not, you don't need everything that's gone before mm-hmm. in order to start building. Mm-hmm. But the pieces do fit together. So, like, I would encourage couples not just to come for the session that they want. Right. Uh, And really, each session is spread kind of over two nights because one hour is teaching about the topic and then the other hour, the next time you come together, is going to be a reflection on that topic. Mm -hmm. But um, so it is it is worthwhile to continue to come because the pieces will fit together. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we talked a little bit about family of origin, where that comes. Um, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a couple other topics like forgiveness, hurt, you know, all those kind of things. And also talk about marriage prep classes. I mean, it's not just about what what color your bridesmaids are going to be, right? It's way more than that. We have lots to cover yet here on Straight Talk with my guest, Adam Story, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 515-257-7199. 
Thank you to Confluence Brewing Company for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available in their tap room and at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence has a beer garden for you, your family, and friends to enjoy. Confluence Brewing Company is located at 1235 Thomas Beck Road off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company, where good things come together, ingredients, ideas, and friends. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop, ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall, online at bigredq des moines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print, we make printing easy. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells, and today we're talking about preparing our kids for um, their vocation in life, and that that vocation is marriage. and And uh, for those of you that have not been with us, we our kids are now grown. <laughs> That's how far we've come in just an hour. Yeah. It's amazing how fast those kiddos grow. So you know they're they're now adults and and they're married, and and we've been talking about this third option mm-hmm. of of how do we, whether our marriage is, is good or whether it's struggling, how do we deal with some of those curveballs that are thrown at us during this lifetime commitment that we've made? And this third option, again, folks, it's the first and third Monday nights, right, at the Sullivan Center at Mercy College, um, 7 to 9. Yep, that's right. So the next session is the 16th of March. And... Um, so one of the topics, this I don't know what the topic is on the 16th, but one of them that you mentioned is forgiveness. Yeah. Now, who needs that in a marriage, right? <laughs> yeah. We're a piece of cake. We say, honey, I'm sorry. And you say, okay. And then everything's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, uh, How's yeah, that it work can for be, you and Kara? It can be a little bit more <laughs> than that. Yeah. Yeah. We do need help with that. Yeah. Especially if our parents were not, if they were just fighters and they never really mm-hmm. made up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't really know how to do that. Yep. And and again it's, you know, finding as we talked about earlier, it's a, it's about finding the balance. You know, when you talk mm-hmm. about forgiveness, um you can do it in different ways. One is that, you know, I'm going to hold on to everything and I'm just going to be angry and oh, even and if I'm going to save it. Yep. For when yep. you do the next thing and exactly. I'm going to say, "Yeah, just like last time yep. when you did X Y and Z." Yeah. And and so that's uh, that's one extreme, but the other extreme is to just sort of like, well, I'm supposed to forgive, so I'm just going to let everything slide, and I'm not going to, you know, expect changed behavior. Or I'm not going to ask for repentance. I'm just going to, you know, become a doormat, and that's not a healthy marriage either. Yeah, so, you become almost roommates because yeah. you're emotionally detached from each yep, other. Yep, and so. You know, where's the middle ground here? In the middle ground, of course, you know, there's no there's no end to the forgiveness that we offer. Christ, you know, invites mm-hmm. us to uh, to forgive endlessly, right? But, um, you know, there can be, there should be expectations for growth, for a change in behavior. Um, uh, if something wounds you, that's a legitimate experience, and... Mm-hmm. and you know, if your spouse says, well, you should forgive because that's what you're supposed to do. Well, yeah, but this wound needs to heal, you know, mm-hmm. and we have to take the time to heal that wound. Um, 
and rebuild trust or restore trust or whatever we need to do. And so it is it is about finding, uh, you know, finding that middle way. Um, and of course, we're called to forgiveness, but we're also called to growth. You know, this goes back to a comment early on in the show where you were talking uh, with about Gemma and how she wrecked her brother's Lego. Yeah. And so, you know, she's learning at the age of four, you know, because sometimes we just say, what do you say? Sorry. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because that's so sincere. Yeah. But, you know, if they learn at the age of four that, you know, how did that make your brother feel? Yeah. You know, what What do we, you know, oh, they still may say, sorry, but, you know, you're helping them understand that their actions have consequences and how that impacts others. And so when Gemma gets married, she may be better at, you know, seeking forgiveness and being forgiving. I hope so. She's got a long way to go, but I hope <laughs> she grows from four-year-old Gemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, exactly. And, th- and that's, you know, that goes back to the where we began the show that, we're passing on these this marriage preparation, mm-hmm. these skills, uh, intentionally or not, but it's happening, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. uh, and so we want to do it as best as we can. Well, and and if we're talking about you know hurt spiral, yeah. you know when I think when when you said that, I thought of that you know we just allowed that hurt to layer upon layer, and it just spirals to the point that we then are out of control. What do you mean by that? Terminology? Yeah, well, it is it is. You know, the uh, the blows keep on coming, but it can also be, you know, well, I've been hurt by my spouse, and so uh, I'm going to take my own chance to take a shot at her, and then she mm-hmm. take, she gets hurt, and then she says, well, you took a shot at me, so yeah. I've got a right to take this shot back at you. Mm-hmm. And it does, it, it sort of becomes the eye for the eye, tooth for the tooth, where, you know, somebody has to step out of that. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to say... I'm going to choose to forgive or I'm going to mm-hmm. choose to let go. I'm going to give you my cloak. Yeah. In and addition. I'm, yeah. And yeah. we're going to start to rebuild. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that can be a hard thing because one of the things I think about with marriage is I would almost call it uh, trajectories. You know, a lot of our marriages, uh, we end up on trajectories and we can change those trajectories, but uh, we have to be attentive mm-hmm. to it because you know, a healthy marriage, what it's about is the whole rest of your life, you're growing closer together. Mm -hmm. The whole rest of your life, you're becoming more united, more in tune with each other, more open to each other. Uh, And that's a trajectory you want to Mm -hmm. be on. Uh, But with a hurt spiral, it's kind of in the other way. You know, Uh, early on in marriage, nobody wants to injure their spouse. uh, But it can really deteriorate Mm -hmm. to the point where it's just, hey, this is a knockout fight. Let's see who can Mm -hmm. hurt the other one first. But you know, let, again, let's go back to the conversation. When do we start teaching our kids? If we don't have the skill sets to work with each other mm-hmm. well, or mm-hmm. we want to enhance our skill sets, maybe before we have children, we already have children, what a great gift to your kiddos to come to this third option and learn how to forgive in a way that is healthier for you and for your spouse. Yeah. To stop that spiral of hurt. To, you know, learn about, you know, that their family, your kids' family of origin is going to be healthier for them. Yeah. So absolutely. we have to do that now. So um yeah, folks consider this third option. Uh, again, the next session is on the 16th of March, Monday night, first and third Monday nights at Mercy College of Health Sciences, the Sullivan Center, 7 to 9 p.m. 
have grandma babysit. <laughs> or grandpa, too. Hey, you've also got uh, some marriage prep classes. It's not about what their wedding colors are or who gets flowers. It's, yeah. it's deeper than that. One March 7th in Atlantic and March 29th in Des Moines at the Catholic Pastoral Center. Can people still register for those events? I mean, March um, 7th is coming up. Yeah, March 7th is is this weekend. But if somebody reached out in the next day or two, we could probably still get them signed mm-hmm. up. Uh, and yeah, March 29th, we've got the registration online. So, yep. Yep. Go yeah. to dmdiocese.org. You'll find all the information about the Marriage and Family Life Office at the Diocese of Des Moines. Adam, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, thanks to our producer, Jimmy Olson. And today, I'm, I'm Jean Wells, and I'm asking St. Joseph, the patron saint of married persons, to guide all couples to grow their marriage and family having it being rooted in the Lord. So we say to St. Joseph, pray for us. Iowa Catholic Radio and Straight Talk is on the air because of your prayers and your generosity. Thank you so much. Please consider a tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio. You can do that online at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk is live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. and rebroadcast at 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and always podcast at iowacatholicradio.com. Stay tuned for Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. God bless. Straight Talk, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio with Gene Wells. Brought to you by Blackbird Investments.